Can everybody see me? <laughs> I, I'm genuinely asking because for some reason when I'm sitting on the pew, this, this pulpit feels really tall. And so I guess it feels just right, but okay. The word for us this morning is from Exodus 14. I'm going to read from Exodus 14, verse 10 to 14. If you would like to follow along in your Bible, it's uh, sub- page 72, 73 on the Bibles that say Christian, Creston Christian Reformed Church, but I also invite you to just listen if that's helpful for you. Exodus 14, verse 10 through 14. Hear the word of the Lord. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up And there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. And they said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Once upon a time, in a far-off land, lived a beloved king and queen. And the queen became with child, only to fall very, very sick. And the whole country began to search frantically for a cure, and thankfully they found one. A golden flower that had bloomed from a drop of sunlight which had fallen from the sky many, many years ago. And the flower was given to the queen, and it magically healed her. She gave birth to a beautiful baby girl with big apple green eyes and hair as gold as the sun. Kids, do you know who this is? Yeah? Who is it? Rapunzel. But there was someone else who believed that flower was hers, a mysterious woman by the name Gothel. And Gothel had been using this flower for hundreds and hundreds of years to turn back time and grow younger. And she wanted her flower back. So one night she climbed up to the balcony where Rapunzel was sleeping peacefully. And Gothel reached out her wrinkled hand to cut one of Rapunzel's locks, golden locks. And when she did, snip, it became lifeless, losing its golden light and turning into a normal brown. And Gothel, realizing her plan wasn't going to work, scooped up the baby and carried her off to a far-off place 
to a tower where nobody would ever find Rapunzel again. And Rapunzel grew up there in that tower as Gothel's daughter in captivity. The Israelites knew something about captivity. They had lived, barely lived, as slaves to Egypt for over 400 years. For 400 years, the Israelites worked in harsh, awful conditions, treated as second-class citizens, oppressed and suppressed. The king of Egypt, Pharaoh, didn't like that the Israelites were growing in number. And so he did everything to make life harsher and harder to live. Back then, bricks were made of two things, river clay and straw. And this was many Israelites' jobs to make bricks. And Pharaoh commanded them to make bricks, the same amount they had always made, but with no straw. Without clay, there would be no bricks. But without straw, each brick would take too much time to dry, which meant more time, which meant more time to be called lazy, more time to be beaten and lashed, and more time to be starved, and more time for children to die. 400 years. They're camped in front of the Red Sea. The Israelites have 400 years of misery behind them. 400 years of suffering, of being degraded, of violence, death. And yet, they say to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not the very thing we told you there? Let us alone and let us serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die out here in the wilderness. If you were to fast forward a couple more chapters in Exodus, in Exodus 16, we find a very similar scene. The Israelites again cry out, if, we, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. I started with Rapunzel's story as told in the movie Tangled. And in that movie, Gothel raises Rapunzel as her own daughter. Rapunzel calls her Mother Gothel. And to Rapunzel, who is growing and is so eager to explore life beyond the tower, Mother Gothel sings a song listing the dangers of the world and how it's a scary world out there. She sings, Mother's right here, 
Mother will protect you. Darling, here's what I suggest. Skip the drama, stay with mama. Mother knows best. And Rapunzel, so frightened, rushes into Gothel's arms. Gothel embraces Rapunzel, and in that moment, it really is as if Gothel is her mother, tender, comforting, her home. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness, the Israelites say. It would have been better for us to be in Egypt. There we had so much food, rich food. It was better there. It would have been better for us to have stayed in captivity. You would think that judging from just these lines, the Israelites were describing somewhere great, somewhere where serving was just part of their job, somewhere where there was abundance, and somewhere where there was life, somewhere tender and comforting, somewhere like home. It's almost as if they're saying, it would have been better for us not to have been delivered. We would prefer to be back in Egypt. Do you ever feel like you prefer to be back in Egypt? Although we as followers of Jesus believe that we are delivered from Egypt, delivered from that place of death and oppression, don't we too have those moments where we think life was better before I started to follow Jesus? Life would have been easier if I was not a Christian. It would have been better for us to have stayed in Egypt. Life would be easier if you didn't have to struggle with every issue. Life would be easier if you didn't have to listen to your conscience. Life would be easier if you didn't have to practice this discerning thing. Always be intentional. Life would be easier if you didn't have to be ashamed of being a Christian. Easier if you could just buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. Go with the flow like the rest of the world. Easier if you didn't care about the environment. Seeing the image of God in everybody is exhausting. It's just easier to see them as a statistic, as a number, as a face in the crowd. It's just easier to dehumanize people. For it would have been better for us to have stayed in Egypt. Skip the drama, stay with mama. Gothel, the deceiver, the kidnapper, keeps whispering in our ear. It would have been easier. It would have been better. And we, get, and we begin to believe this story that we are being told. That Gothel is Rapunzel's mother. That Egypt is our home, that it was better there. Would it have been better for us if we had not been delivered? Do not be afraid, stand firm, and see the deliverance that the Lord will accomplish for you today. 
The Lord will fight for you, and you only have to keep still. We know how this story goes. Indeed, the Lord God did fight for Israel. He parted the ocean in front of them and delivered them from the grip of Egypt. Our Lord God fought for us, his people, came and became one of us in Jesus, lived with us, died for us, and delivered us from death. This we believe as Christians, right? But why? Why did the Lord fight for Israel? Why did he command them to keep still, to witness God's deliverance? Why does the Lord fight for us? Why do we keep still? I think it's because even if the Israelites forgot, Egypt was never their home in the first place. Because God knows even when we don't. A life lived in Egypt is not a way to live at all. That life without Jesus isn't where we belong in the first place. When we hear stories of kidnappings in the news, we are horrified. Why is that? I think it's because we know in our gut that there is something fundamentally wrong when someone is taken from where they belong to somewhere where they do not. It kicks us somewhere deep. But what about us? I wonder if this is how God feels when we're taken away from him. Not because he's disappointed, not because it's our fault or he wants to scold us, why did you go away? But because he's saying fiercely, you child are mine. You belong to me. Why did the Lord fight for Israel? Why did God die for us on the cross? Because we belong to him. Jesus on the cross is God's claim that we are his. I have set you free because you are mine. Not to Egypt. Not to Mother Gothel. Not to the world. You belong to me. Pastor Sean preached last week on the story of Jesus at the wedding in Cana. And in that sermon, Pastor Sean pointed out that there's a reason that John calls this mir mir miracle, turning the water into wine, a sign. How that miraculous thing points to something, to the kingdom of God. And that when we do as Jesus tells us, like the servants at that wedding, we become the signs pointing to the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, life as a Christian, if we are following Jesus as best as we can, life as a Christian is hard. Following Jesus can be tiring. I'm tired of trying to live simply. I'm tired of training my heart to love. I'm tired of lamenting. I'm tired. Are you tired? 
When we do as Jesus tells us to do, it is not because Christians are just bent on keeping orders or because we just love rules, but because we know where our home is. Our actions, our attitudes, everything in our life tell the story of where we belong because we are living signs pointing to our Father and to the kingdom of God. And it is to God that we belong. And it is God who never stops working to bring us farther away from captivity and closer to our home with him. And all because he loves us so much. Are you tired, my brother and sister? Then will you receive this word? Do not be afraid. Stand firm. And see the deliverance that the Lord God has already accomplished for you this day. The Lord is fighting for you. You only have to keep still. Thanks be to God. Let's sing a song in response to God's word. <laughs>